Thank you for listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast. You know, if you don't already, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Every week, every Monday, we put an episode out of the weekly news updates. And then we have a season coming up soon that's going to feature some really interesting episodes all about the annual Catholic appeal. We'll be talking about uh, a special church here in St. Louis, one of the parishes that's uh, had its first fish fry in 20 years during Lent, uh, and lots of other great stuff coming up in that season. So subscribe to the Catholic Gateway Podcast. If you don't already, you can do it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or pretty much any other podcast app out there. Uh, That way you never miss an episode, and uh, you you stay in in touch with with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So uh, rate us, share us with your friends, maybe leave a comment, and, uh, and, and keep listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast. This week, we're going to do something a little differently. Uh, I'm actually about to leave the Cardinal Regali Center offices and run down to the Cathedral Basilica because uh, one of the TV stations here in town is going to do a whole um, segment on the cathedral uh, for uh, uh, what they're calling St. Louis Proud. Uh, KMOV is doing a St. Louis Proud um, series, and they're going to focus one of their segments on uh, the Cathedral Basilica of St. Louis. So I'm actually going to run down in a few minutes and meet them there, make sure that goes off without a hitch. And I've also been running around today. We had a a student, actually, from St. Mary's High School on St. Louis Public Radio earlier today, and I was working on getting that arranged, and we had a few other things. We have the deacons of the archdiocese are hosting a diaper drive every weekend from now until Easter. So uh, when you go to Mass at your parish, remember to bring some diapers and drop those off. That's, That's going on every weekend now through Easter. Uh, So lots of great stuff going on, but I've got to jump right into the quintessentials from the St. Louis Review because uh, I have to leave and get down to Cathedral. One. 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 Unos. Two. 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 Duos. Three. 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 Tres. One, two, three, four, five. Four. 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 Cuatro. Five. 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 Quinque. Quintessentials. 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 Five things you need to know. Five things you need to know. Five things you need to know. I'll give you five things you need to know. Here's the quintessentials from the St. Louis Review, handpicked by the staff for you to share and discuss this week. You can find these stories all at stlouisreview.com slash five things. That's the numeral five things. One. 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 Giving back after the criminal justice ministry helped him through addiction and homelessness, Jerome Arnold is now paying it forward and helping veterans reintegrate into society. And I'll talk to Joe Kenny about this story here in just a minute. Two. 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 Walkouts show unity throughout the country. Student-led prayer services, marches, and other demonstrations were calls for an end to gun violence. The St. Louis Review covered a few of them here locally from Catholic schools in St. Louis. Three. 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 Slew hockey title. St. Louis University High School's patience paid off with a mid-states hockey title and an amazing feeling for a team that finished as runners-up the past three years. You can read that story as well. Four. 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 Seeing through God's eyes, reflecting on the gospel helped a Villa Duchenne student see her brother's cerebral palsy as Jesus does. Five. 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 And finally, Catholic Women for Christ, St. Gertrude Parish in Krakow and St. Anne in Cloverbottom make this faith-filled event an annual tradition. You can read all about it in this week's paper. 
There's a look at the quintessential stories from the St. Louis Review. A quick uh, mention of a few other things going on. You may have seen that the SLU High School Band played for Pope Francis in the Vatican, so that was pretty cool. Uh, you can see updates like that if you follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts, as well as Instagram, both the St. Louis Review and the Archdiocese of St. Louis. There's lots of great stuff uh, that we share there. Uh, you know, the Post-Dispatch actually had a really great story this past week as well on uh, the Shrine of St. Joseph and a miracle that took place there, the only Vatican-authenticated miracle here in the area. Uh, so check that out. That's, again, stuff we tweet and share on Facebook from the Archdiocese accounts and the St. Louis Review obviously sharing their great content from the St. Louis Review. So check those out. Follow us there. We're going to get into my interview with Joe Kenny about his story in the St. Louis Review this week. But first, here's Michael Horn from the Office of Laity and Family Life getting uh, close to the end here with this session, this um, series of reflections on Lent, fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. So here's Michael Horn. As we continue to approach the most sacred of weeks in the Christian calendar, we remain on the topic of prayer for one more week. And especially during the season of Lent, I think one of the great opportunities for prayer that we have is the Stations of the Cross. And so as we approach Calvary with the, with the Lord, we can think about the many opportunities that we have in our parishes for social events and fish fries and other gatherings that are really great throughout our archdiocese, but to consider praying the Stations of the Cross either on your own or with your parish community in, in this week and to think about how the Lord walked to his passion and death and the virtues that he displayed along that path, humility, self-sacrifice, gentleness, and love, and how he walked with his mother and how Simon of Cyrene helped him carry his cross and how Veronica wiped his face and how he fell three times and how he suffered just for us, just for you, just for me, and, and the whole world, and how beautiful his sacrifice was. And so I just invite you to maybe enter into the mystery of the Stations of the Cross. I know that Pope Benedict XVI has a great meditation. There's also a little booklet that's very common called The Way of the Cross. There's many Stations of the Cross reflections that are available to us. And so I invite you this week in your prayer to take the Stations of the Cross as your source of strength and your source of prayer. Joe Kenny, welcome to the Catholic Gateway Podcast Studio. Good to be here again. So this week's edition of the St. Louis Review, the March uh, 20, no, what's today? The 19th, March 19th through 25th edition, 2018, of the St. Louis Review, has in the Living Our Faith section a story about a gentleman who uh, is giving back a little bit. Uh, Second Chances runs the headline. This gentleman named Jerome Arnold turned his life around and is now helping others because he's working as a case manager for a criminal justice ministry. And you got to follow him around a little bit and learn a bit about him and what he does. Yes, we went to uh, uh, several of the apartments that the criminal justice ministry has for our veterans who have been released from prison and don't have anywhere to go. It's, it's people that don't have a relative that can uh, house them or you know, a support structure. Yeah. So it's, this is a really, um, t- talk a little bit about him, because that's a really good story, that he, he was facing jail time himself, and he was dealing with addiction, 
and he's turned his life around a little bit. I mean, what's what was his story like a little bit? Can yes, you, you uh, some one of the big things was is he came out and didn't he, he had so many needs. He had a, had a drug problem. He had uh, no housing. He had uh, so he was living on the streets. He had various other problems that he, he had some legal issues with uh, that he needed just more not really minor things, but things that weren't criminal that he needed to take care of. And other agencies could provide one or two of those things, but nobody could provide all of them until he got in touch with criminal justice ministry who could link him to all the help he needed. Yeah, that's that's really cool that they do that kind of thing. And it's also, you know, they, they are differentiated from maybe other agencies. We were just talking about some others that the archdiocese runs that maybe are set up differently. Maybe that's a, you know, more of a community housing and, you know, different structures of living, you know. So the thing that um, he's doing as a caseworker for criminal justice ministry, though, allows him to go in and check up on these guys. And even if they are still dealing with issues, he's there to help them get through those, right? Right. He's been there before and they, um, you know, just very encouraging that they, a lot of them need somebody to believe in them. That's the big thing. And they show that they believe him, encourage him, tell them they can do it. And especially since he's been through it before, that helps, that helps the other guys because they know this guy's been there and has, has climbed the, that mountain and got to the other side. Right. Well, and of course, criminal justice ministry is funded in part by the ACA, the Annual Catholic Appeal, which is coming up uh, after Easter. Right. And so it's important for Catholics out there in the pews to con- contribute to that so that part of that, that contribution will help guys like Jerome continue working with criminal justice ministry, right? Yes, it's very important for them to have that support. So. Yeah, excellent. Um, well, there's also a little, another little section here about uh, raising the age. This is sort of sort of unrelated, but sort of related to, to sure. the story. Um, talk, can you talk quickly about that and, and what's going on there? Yes, uh, right now Missouri is one of the few states, I think there's only a, a couple of them, where 17-year-olds will go straight into the prison system. They want to raise that to 18, so a 17-year-old will be still in the juvenile system. And, it, and the state retains the right to try somebody as an adult if they're 17. But for the, for the majority of the cases, they'll, they'll go in as a juvenile and, and get uh, help they'll need it because a lot of them are still in school and, you know, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not the same. And so that, that would be the case if the bill passes, that it would right. be that, that uh, better leniency, if you will. I mean, in the sense that if it's something serious, they can still be tried as an adult. But... Otherwise, they'll be maybe set up with ways to, to be helped. Right, and it won't go on their record because when you're a juvenile, you can have your record um, expunged after you get yeah. after you turn into an adult, and that's a big thing. That is a big thing, and that's one of the reasons why the Missouri Catholic Conference is, is among the supporters of it. We've talked about this. Uh, I'm on the public policy committee for the Missouri Catholic Conference, and this comes up in every meeting that, that they're supporting it and hoping it goes through. and trying to push for it. So uh, it seems like this is one that has uh, a pretty good base of bipartisan support. Um, right. So yeah, I always recommend people uh, go on that Missouri Catholic Conference website and look up the legislation that they're supporting and, yeah. and uh, contact your legislators. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so check out this section in the paper. It's the March 19th through 25th edition of the St. Louis Review. The Living Our Faith section is Second Chances, all about this gentleman, Jerome Arnold, and what he's done to turn his life around and how he's now giving back, working as a case manager for criminal justice ministry and 
helping other men uh, get back on their feet. So thanks, Joe, for covering this important, the important work that they do. Okay, yeah. It's uh, one of the best programs, I think, that I cover. Absolutely. And you do a great job of it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review there on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram under the handle at St. Louis Review. That's ST Lewis Review. The Catholic Gateway Podcast is a production of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. We hope you'll join us again next time here in the Gateway to the West the Rome of the West, Catholic St. Louis. Mm-hmm.